One of the greatest things I've enjoyed as a result of doing this job over the last couple of years was the chance to meet Jimmy, Jimmy Barnes and host a, a book night for him up at the um, the Mount Barker Library where hundreds of people turned out. This was uh, a night in conversation around the second of his biographies, which was Working Class Man, which dealt w- more with life with chisel and his life as a highly successful solo performer. But it's his first book, Working Class Boy, um, which is the often harrowing account of his life as a, a young migrant kid from, from Scotland growing up um, on, on what he describes as being the pretty mean streets of Elizabeth that's the subject of his first book and now also this amazing documentary that many of you will have seen. It's now going to be out on DVD. We've got Barnsley on the line now. Jimmy, good morning and great to be talking to you again. Yeah, how are you, Tom? Nice to talk to you again. Mate, um, this, um, this, this sort of... The the documentary version of the book. Yep. I didn't know how you'd be able to capture the the sort of emotional power of the book, but it's 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 worked a treat. It's phenomenal television. Well, yeah, well, the the gentleman who who actually made the film, Matt Joffrey, Joff Matt Joffer. He's um Joff's a, a dear old mate of ours. And uh, when we went, when we, you know, the idea of making this docker came from. You know, we were being hounded by people to do you know telly movies and bloody you know miniseries and all this sort of stuff, you know, dramatizations of it. And I just thought the subject matter was far too raw and far too personal and far too uh, real to be to be sort of dramatized and, and you know made light of whether it was, you know, you know, glorifying you know, any of the behavior. So um I so I, I I found my friend Mark and I said, let's let's make a documentary. And Mark came along with the you know, he with the all of Mark's intention was to try and capture the story down on film, and I think you know, just the, the the subject matter itself, you know, brings that emotion to the film. It's you know, I mean, we did it very carefully. We we spent a lot of time doing it well, and um, but you know, it's just like you know, every time I pick up this book and I read it, it affects me the same way. So it's always, it was always going to be emotional. Have you ever sort of felt a sense of fatigue at telling the story and then retelling the story, given uh, how intense been, a lot of it is? Yeah, there's been times. You know, I mean, literally, I went, I went, I did two books in two years. And uh, and uh, and virtually, I went around the country twice, a selling the book and then touring the the, the stage play. So by the time, end of you know like three or four months of touring of each book, I was absolutely exhausted. I thought I'm not about myself. Mm. Uh, and that sort of, but I've had a bit of a break. And and in the in the process of doing that, we made the film, and the film gave me a different. You know, it was, I had I had the bit of perspective. You know, I could stand back, had a bit of distance from the thing. And then went and made the film, which let me it sort of helped me resolve it, you know. Especially when you when you look at you know going back to Glasgow, this you know the scene of where it all started, and and even back to Elizabeth and walking around the streets where I used to walk as a kid, it sort of gave me some sort of closure. You know, there's still obviously I'm still work in progress. I've still got lots of stuff I've got to do, but um, but it sort of helped me deal with it a bit, you know. And, with them, um... uh, and, and having a bit of a break after of making this too, it sort of. It saved me time because the other thing, the other thing that I sort of did was you make a film or a book like this. Uh, it's it's your story. This is my story. It's very personal, uh, and but it affects a lot of other people out there. You know, whether it be my my siblings or people who grew up with us or people who remember us then or, or other families. You know, so so this book had an impact on them, and so I sort of had to resolve that and let people know that this is this was my story and I was telling it from my perspective. Yeah, and sure. It didn't, it didn't necessarily mean. That the other story was the same, so uh, so there was a, that that was sort of that gave me some sort of closure. Mm, mm. 
Jimmy, we've got one one of our strongest areas for for the audience for five double A breakfast is Adelaide's North. We've got a huge number yeah. of listeners right now in yeah. Elizabeth and in Salisbury. We yeah, yeah. Cover a lot of stories from out that neck of the woods. Have you ever had any any blowback from from people there who say, "Look, we love this area"? And, and... oh no, listen, I've, I've, been, I've had a couple, but normally it's quite misunderstanding because I grew up in Elizabeth. Where I came here when I was real young, and I grew up there. And some of the I say at the very start of the documentary and the start of the book, some of the best years of my life were spent there, and some mm. of the worst. Mm. You know, I mean, we, we, you know, I had wonderful friends, I had wonderful people. There were families who were struggling just like us who didn't have the same problems as us. Mm, mm. Now, they, these problems, they weren't unique to us, but, I mean, I'm telling the story of our family. And, and, and a lot of the problems came from alcohol, came from um, fear and shame and all that sort of stuff. So although you were brought up in Elizabeth, you might be living next door to me. You never necessarily had the same problems as me, and, mm. I, and I didn't mean to tar everybody with the same yeah. problems. A few people got that wrong, but once I sort of explain it, they're generally okay with it. I mean, I think Elizabeth... You know, Elizabeth. You know, Elizabeth has has incredible families, incredible spirit, but it's obviously had problems. There was a lot of stuff issues when I was growing up there that there wasn't stuff for, you know, anybody. Anybody once became teenagers, wasn't it? But the dudes just hang around the shops and yeah. get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. You know, we played the sports teams. You know, but but uh, so you know, so the, and I think there's some stuff down there that's been tougher since since I left. You know, like you know, holes is closing. You know, mm. uh, things like that. You know, when when they, when they build up a, a whole suburb, a whole area, which is, you know, quite isolated, 20 miles from town, uh, and build it around something like Holden's. That was, the town was built around this place to make to make sure the families would have security, the families would have somewhere to work and share, you know? Yeah. And when that got pulled out, ripped out from under them, it's not like pulling the heart out of the place. So yeah. it obviously caused problems for, for people in Elizabeth, and I, I hope I didn't make them any worse. Yeah, no, 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 no. not at all. Uh, Jimmy, obviously it was Remembrance Day on, on Sunday. I don't know how yep. across you are about social media, yep, um, yep. but there is something that's becoming something of a tradition in Australia. Uh, it happened, I think, last Anzac Day, uh, and it was it became a viral sensation again uh, on Sunday, and it's the Lancer Band, Australia's oldest military band, uh, right. and continuing services, treatment of one of your songs. Here's a bit of it. to coincide with Remembrance Day. What's it What's it like to have your work so tightly woven with that Australian uh, Defence Force history? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because, you know, when the war was over, it was obviously about the wars I was fighting, like we were fighting as kids, mm. and emotional wars. But, uh, you know, I knew that, you know, they, they you know, the, the Defence Forces adopted some of the things, case hands, but some like an anthem as well. Um, I, I think, um, you know, listen, it's an honour to be at the people's, uh, to be part of the voice of those people and the people and, and helping people with those memories. It's a, it's a, it's a tough thing. I mean, um, uh, you know, the, you look at, you look at like the hundred years since the, since the end of the great war, uh, there were great war that was going to end all the wars. And hmm. here we are today, still doing the same thing, still making the same mistakes. Hmm. So, um, it makes, makes me a little sad and, and, and I'm sure, but, but it makes me sad, but it, it doesn't make me any less you know proud of, of the people who, 
who fought and, and lived through that. I mean, I, I just can't imagine, you know, we, you, you hear about people coming back from World War One. you know, when there was no PTSD, you yeah. know, when people, nobody knew yeah. what post-traumatic stress was. And uh, and these people just came back and just had to do the best they could and fit into the, fit into the world. Uh, and, you know, and most of them did it reasonably successfully. But a lot of the stuff that, that I talk about in my books, are actually, you know, the result of that sort of that stress and that that mm. that trauma that that men in particular and families went through, and and it destroyed families in Europe, you know, in northern Europe. And I remember Scotland post-war. That's when you know that's when it really got tough, you know, when the, when they shut down the shipbuilding and they shut down the munitions making. Suddenly, all all people like my family were left out of jobs. So there was a direct, you know, yeah. connection from us. Through that whole war effort, you know, yeah. and uh, and you know, and we we you know, I, I, I'm sort of you know, I, I, like all Australians, I stand up. I'm proud about people who who fought and died for us, and and uh, and helped keep us safe and free. But I'm also also we have to mourn for the families who who are traumatized and, and wounded and 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 have been broken by that same war effort, you know. So yeah. well, it's, it's a mixed emotion. You know? Yeah, that well said, Jimmy. The uh, the DVD Working Class Boy comes out today, just in time for Christmas. Uh, really appreciate your time. Great to speak with you. My pleasure. All the best, guys. Cheers, Jimmy. Jimmy Barnes, fantastic. Um, Love talking to him. Yep, you can pick it up. I thought that's a good explanation. You go. We had a couple of people texting in saying, "Hang on, I'm from Elizabeth, and I didn't like aspects of it, but I thought his explanation was was very upfront. Then it was good.